Hi everybody, this is Gat Saad. Earlier today while I was at the beach, I came across on Twitter uh, of an exchange between Senator Josh Hawley and, let me see, get her name, Professor Kiara Bridges, who is a law professor at UC Berkeley, where uh, he was asking her, well, you, you refer to individuals who have the potential to getting pregnant or something to that effect and he says aren't you know aren't those called women and uh then she said no uh, and of course she gave the usual stuff some women can get pregnant other women don't cis women get pregnant some don't uh you know trans men get get pregnant and non-binary people get pregnant so women are only one subset of all people who get pregnant uh and anyways, I'm going to include, this might be the first time that I ever include a, an actual clip. I, I'm, I'm sure it falls under the fair use clause, uh, whereby if you're using a clip uh, for educational and, and critical commentary, it is perfectly allowed. So please watch the exchange. It's about a minute and uh, roughly 30 seconds so that you, you can see exactly where we've reached in terms of our uh, sense-making abilities. You said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important Because of my line of questioning? Because so we can't talk about it? Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist... I'm it's denying that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so you're denying that trans people exist? Thank and that leads to violence? Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you? Absolutely. Or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no. They're, they're told that to they're question. opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned a you, lot just I know. this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Yep. Um, but I wanted to remind people of a story that uh, I told in The Parasitic Mind from 2002, where I was uh, interacting with a student of postmodernism who, of course, did not believe that there were any human universals. And if you remember the story, if you've or you've heard me mention it on several shows, uh, I had challenged the lady if I could propose to her some human universals and then she could tell me how I was wrong and the first example that I gave this is in 2002 uh, I said within you uh, homo sapiens only women can be pregnant can can bear children and then she scoffed and mocked me at the time she didn't use the transgender uh, avenue but she said well that's completely false within the mythological 
uh, folkloric realm of some Japanese uh, tribe off some Japanese uh, island, it is the men who bear children. So by you restricting it to the biological sphere, this is how, you know, you keep us barefoot and pregnant. Now, the reason why I always uh, mention that story is because it perfectly captures what happens, you know, when you adopt the intellectual terrorism of postmodernism. Again, this is something that I warned the world about, a story that happened, you know, 20 years ago. So it's almost, but of course, I've been warning people about these things for uh, uh, pretty much the entire time that I've been an academic, which is now nearly 30 years. All of these idea pathogens, as I describe in the parasitic mind, start off in the rarefied world of academia, but then the idea pathogens break free. They get out of the uh, proverbial humanities departments and social sciences, and then they start infecting the justice system. They start infecting the HR departments, Hollywood, every single sphere uh, that you can imagine becomes infected with these ideas. Our prime minister in Canada becomes a walking manifestation of every one of those idea pathogens. So this, the exchange that I saw between Senator Hawley and uh, Professor Bridges is hardly surprising to me because I had already foretold that exact situation 20 years ago. Uh, I went to Wellesley College, I think it was in 2014, where I was talking about, you know, uh, free exchange of ideas and so on, sort of a precursor to the parasitic mind. And at the end of my lecture, a student came up to me and said that she thought it was perfectly reasonable to, for professors to have to ask to poll students all the time about their gender pronouns. And at the time, this is again 2014, this is way before Jordan Peterson got into the, the gender pronoun stuff. And I said to her, do, do you really think that it is a a good way to organize society whereby we don't presume uh, that uh, what we see with our eyes is what typic is typical of most people in terms of whether they are male or female. Uh, and then I gave her a boundary example. I said, so if you were to have a receptionist at a, a gynecologist's office, should, should, should the receptionist not presume that all of the patients are female? She said, well, no, but that's that's a unique situation. I said, no, it's not a unique situation, right? Now, again, there, I was prophetically predicting what we now have as a common occurrence. You have a law professor who's unwilling to use the term women when referring to pregnant people in a uh, exchange with a sitting U.S. senator. You have what, who is now a justice on the Supreme Court who famously said she cannot tell what a woman is because she's not a biologist. That's not satirical. They're not engaging in trolling behavior. We have so attacked the edifices of reason that a law professor with a PhD in anthropology is, you know, is standing her ground that it is transphobic. It will lead to violence against trans people to argue that it is women, biological women, who bear children. By the way, and I'm going to put this at the end of this clip, a uh, link to it, I gave a testimony in front of the Canadian Senate in 2017 on Bill C-16, uh, the, the, the bill that would incorporate gender expression and gender uh, identity with, under the rubric of uh, hate crimes. And of course, I support the right of all people to live free of bigotry. But I warned 
the Senate, I warned the Canadian government that we were heading down a very dangerous slippery slope. I hate to be the guy. I'm not sitting gleefully, uh, you know, with my finger, with my hands crossed saying, I told you so, but I told you so. Now, one of the senators, very much in line with Professor Bridges, you know, you're, you're going to cause the death of trans people by arguing that women, only biological women bear children. One of the senators during my testimony, you know, when, when the senators were after, you know, this, you know, uh, asking me questions and so on, accused me of being pro-genocide. You can go on my channel and watch the entire exchange, the whole hour. I will just post uh, for you uh, my, my opening remarks, which are about five minutes long, and then you can decide the extent to which they were uh, prophetic. Now, again, I don't say this to, to gloat, but it's because I recognize I am able to extrapolate from the lunacy that comes with these idea pathogens and what happens when you push those positions to their boundary conditions. You end up with exactly what we're seeing today. So again, people can chew gum and walk at the same time. We can all fight for the right of all people to live dignified lives free of institutional bigotry without attacking something as fundamental as what is womanhood or what is manhood. We are a sexually reproducing species with two phenotypes, male and female. That doesn't mean that trans people don't exist. It doesn't mean that intersex people don't exist. It doesn't mean that uh, people, uh, those, those folks should not live free of bigotry. But there is a male phenotype. There is a female phenotype. We are a sexually reproducing species. Charles Darwin was not wrong in setting up sexual selection as a mechanism involving male and female phenotypes. And again, so bottom line, again, to, to reiterate what I said in the Canadian Senate testimony, uh, I can support your right to live free of bigotry without murdering truth, without celebrating your unique personhood. And certainly, I shouldn't have to erase my own biological marker in order to appeal to gender neutral people or non-binary people as we now have in Canada where you know you could not you know you could have a thing where you don't put anything on your passport because then that would be offensive to non-binary people i am male it's part of my identity i'm not cis male i am male my wife is female she's not cis female my son and daughter are boy and girl. They're not cis boys. They're not cis girls. I can say that without having any bigotry in my heart toward anyone, let alone transgender people. Okay. And finally, I just wanted to mention one thing about kind of a, a, a denouement of what happened with uh, Macy Gray. You remember that Macy Gray came out last week and said, hey, a woman is a woman. And you know she was sort of uh, very commonsensical about it. And then, of course, she probably got... Well, she was attacked endlessly by all the trans activists. And so she capitulated and came back on, you know, struggle session. Uh, I, I'm sorry, you know, I realize now that woman is a vibe. And so I put out a clip where I uh, implored her to, to not capitulate in that way because it is important to defend 
the dignity, the existential dignity of what it is to be a biological woman and what it is to be a biological man. Uh, and she, of course, rather than taking my uh, uh, advice uh, with some humility, she sort of started coming after me. A whole bunch of other people started coming after me because apparently I was adding on to bullying her. Uh, when you're a public figure and you go into the arena of public ideas and you uh, espouse a particular position, other people are allowed to comment, to critique, to mock, to scrutinize, to make fun of, to debate your position. We don't say, oh, but poor Macy Gray, she's now a victim of bullying, therefore let me hold back uh, what I want to say about her. I've received innumerable death threats. I've had to go into a university to lecture with security with me. I've had to go with a representative of my university to the Montreal police, not campus police, the Montreal police, to file a report given the number of death threats I was receiving. I didn't ask people, please stop criticizing me. Please stop questioning any position that I take because I'm a victim. It's part of the deal. It's regrettable. It's part of the deal. So if Macy Gray decides to state that being a woman is a vibe, people have every right to question uh, that position. It doesn't make you a bully. Rather, it makes you a real feminist, which is I don't decide whether I'm going to go after someone's position based on their genitalia status. So she, I've gone after Bill Nye, the science guy, because he has said that solar panels caused the Bataclan terrorist attack or could have caused the Bataclan terrorist attack in Paris. I thought that was a moronic thing to say. I didn't say, oh, he's got testicles, so I can go after him. But Macy Gray, poor her. We can't go after her. She's a victim. No, anyone is open to scrutiny in a free society. Have a good day, every day, everybody, and I wish I could say slowly we inch to the abyss of infinite lunacy. We are galloping at a pace that not even a cheetah can uh, run that fast towards the, the abyss of infinite darkness. Have a good day, everybody.